Hello. <laughs> We're back. Season five. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Why is that weird? Well, I don't know. We could just be like, tomorrow, season six, like season five was one episode. Well, that is the, the joys of being able to say, this is our show. We can do what we, what we want. <laughs> Make it up as we go. Yeah. I mean, well, we took a break, a little bit of a break over the summer, just a little bit, not a whole lot, but enough for us to feel like it was a natural season break. So done. You know what the longest break was that we had? Literally. Your marriage. And, yes. Well, no, not marriage. Wedding. The wedding. And yes. you just celebrated an anniversary. Two years. I know. Wow. Wow. Two years. No, it should be, yay, two years. No, I mean, I can't believe it's gone by so fast. Yeah. And I, I, I'm I, thankful for every moment because, you know, we're no spring chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thankful for every time we get a... A chance to say, yay, we got another day. And we even have a sign in our room that says, every day with you is the best day ever. Oh, Yeah, so we say it to each other all the time. So I see you're drinking coffee, which I'm kind of jealous of. I am drinking lemon water hot. We all have choices, And some lemon tea. We all have choices. Today, I could not have any coffee because I do suspect that I have a kidney stone. Oh, dear. Yeah, it started coming on last week, and I thought... I have a ovary cyst or something like that, but it hasn't gone away like the typical feeling. And then this morning I realized it was in my back and I said to Tom, I go, uh, it's right here. And I pointed on him and I said, do you think that's a kidney stone? And he was like, oh yeah. So I am doing a, a process of trying to do a flush. So I'm doing lemon water. I brought my whole bag of lemons with me today. Okay. <laughs> lemon water and that's it for a little bit. So there you go. Welcome I to wish I all. knew a doctor who could help me. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're self-diagnosed, so, you know, it's all good. I, I, uh, I, I have all the classic symptoms. There's nothing, there's nothing that's not classic. But, I mean, I'm going to give it a shot and, you know, see. And then talk to my doctor later. Okay. But well. I have to go to the VA, so I have a trip if I'm going to go to the doctor. Unless well, I if plan. you stop at Costco, let me know, because I might need something, but I will not make you too jealous <laughs> with my coffee. No, I'm fine. As long as I have something warm. I mean, I, I'm going to have to get over the caffeine thing, because I had a lot of caffeine. But, you know, I think I can do it. I just need something warm for my throat to wake up in the morning. So here I am, non-caffeinated. I'm all lemoned up. <laughs> I'm alkalined. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> so tell me about your summer. You took the daughter to college. How was that? Tell me all about Arizona. It's hot. Yeah. Actually, move-in day was 115. And that was... In the sun, but not in the shade, right? Sure. I didn't really there, There's a big difference. Because it's just hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, like, hot is hot, regardless <laughs> of where you are, right? That is true. So yes. tell me about it. So in a nutshell, it was a fabulous trip. Um, Brian and I and just Isabel rented a vehicle, drove all the way, didn't really stop much, just enjoyed music and conversation. I sat in the back the whole way. It was so fun. Isabel oh, you thought, could sleep and all that. No, I couldn't sleep. Oh. But she was like, can I ride up front a little bit, do you think? And I'm like, sure. And she did the whole way. And so I think it made her feel extra special. And it actually gave me a chance to decompress. <laughs> well, and she had dad time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. For sure. Did she um, do any of the driving? 
No, just It was Brian. a rental car, you said. Yeah, it was so, a rental. Yeah. And I drove for maybe two hours so Brian could sleep. But that was like on day two. I think we made it in two days, maybe three. See, it's a blur. <laughs> but when we moved when we moved her in, like I said, it was 115 degrees. And mm-hmm. by the time we went through moving her in, parent orientation, all the fun things, we head back to the resort at like, I don't know, 8.30, 9.30 at night. And I see some lights on the side of the road and it was a school public school and I'm like oh yay it must be a game and then I'm thinking wait it's Tuesday night there maybe there's not a game I look over and they're practicing under the lights like a football team practicing and I'm like oh it's too hot during the the day of the day so I look at the temperature it's 105 and they're practicing and they're practicing and it's like I don't know 8 30 or 9 30 at night so this world that she's going to be or is living in currently I think mm. yesterday she texted me. It was like 103. She came home from church. She was like, it's too hot. I don't want to go out to eat. <laughs> um, but that's what she wanted. Mm. So there you have it. Wow. And what is she studying again? Oh, my stars, Angie. Um, I think it's, I know there's like a ministry minor thing in there. I would hope so. It's a Christian college. Yeah. Well, it's not required. So oh, okay. that's not required, but that's the path she's going, but is really looking at, I think, early childhood education. I think oh. she's totally switched gears. Wow. But it's okay because I'm 49, mother of five, and I'm still trying to figure out who I want to be and what I want to do. Well, yeah. I don't have to pay money for it. She does, but. Mm, cool. Yeah. So we'll see. At least that's where she's at now. It was forensic psychology well first it was she wanted to be a vet since she was six years old yeah but forensic psychology then it was psychology then it's just little by little she just keeps honing in on child psychology babies next oh i think anybody needs that in the world we live in right now Mm. just i did a women's retreat and that was like you know all the psychology and counseling and all that good stuff this weekend i met your doppelganger oh well, it, she wasn't really your doppelganger, but as she's talking to me, all I could think of is, this is my people. How do I know this is my people? She reminds me of somebody. And then she said something and I went, oh, it's Nicole. Did she say, oh, my stars? <laughs> no. If she had, that would have been the drop like, dead. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> no, but ever, her mannerisms and just her the way she thinks and laughs was so... Uh, it just made me think of you. So, oh, so you're saying all the positive things. There yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Of course, there's no negative things about you, Nicole. Oh. Not that I would say on a podcast. <laughs> go for it. I don't <laughs> even care. But anyway, oh. it was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's always great to go to retreats with people and see breakthrough. And a lot of people had breakthrough. And I was on the ministry side. I was okay. worship. I was the worship leader. This was not my church. They had no clue who I was which I was really great, oh, grateful yay. about. They knew I was a pastor and a worship leader, and that's all they needed to know. But it was great because I was able to go in there and do ministry along with the ministry team, and um, I'm, I've got 14 new friends now. Oh, wonderful. Oh, and then I'm going back to their church on Saturday because I'm helping lead worship. <laughs> oh, awesome. For the night of worship. So I was like, I'm coming to your church. Anyway. Was yeah. it theme based or was it just come and love Jesus? Um, True identity. You know, the identity thing, when this was part of the conversation, this was the thing that was stolen in the garden. I mean, we will always be attacked at the root of identity. 
in every different way. And so there was a whole, it was really cool because, okay, last October and last April, so year October 22 and April of this year, I taught at a woman's retreat for One Plus God Ministries, and I taught on the same thing. Oh, wow. And it was all about sonship and your identity in Christ and not having an orphan spirit and embracing the Father's love. And a lot of that was all included in this. And when the gal who was leading told me what she was teaching on, I was like, oh, I get you. I completely get this. But she taught it from a different perspective, and it was really cool. It's a different book and a different perspective, but the same really great information. So... I was glad to be there. And I, I was supposed to like play my guitar while they were having their breakouts and stuff. And I, I looked at her and I go, can I join a group? And she was like, oh, absolutely. So oh, awesome. I got to actually participate and not just, you know, be the, be the hired singer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really great. You know where I went? This is the first time I've ever gone there is Maria Stein Retreat Center. Never heard of You've, it. Really? I feel like everybody's heard of this, but now I'm realizing nobody's heard of this. Okay, so where is said place that in, I should know about? In Maria Stein, Ohio. Okay, never even knew that was a place <laughs> in Ohio. Your parents live in Piqua. Okay. Yes. Sydney. You got family in Sydney. It's above Sydney. And it's out in this little town called Maria Stein, a very, very Catholic area. And it's a Catholic retreat center. Okay. So it's sort of like going to, you know, I always went to Louisville or Bardstown, Kentucky to go to the Abbey at Gethsemane, okay, okay. which is a silent retreat. This is very much you like that. You shouldn't tell anybody. Shh. <laughs> this one's very much like that, but it's not a silent retreat. And so there were actually two groups there it was our group and another group and they were ladies and it's a beautiful location and you get a simple room and um, there's all kinds of little breakout areas and, and okay. walking trails. And we got to sit around the campfire and play music. And it was a lot oh, of fun. Awesome. So, it, and it's out in the middle of, you know, nowhere. But I've heard about it so many times and never had a chance to go out there. And so. So just a hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, yeah, about an hour. A hop, from skip, my, and a jump. From my house. Okay. From here, it's probably 45. Yeah, no, no big deal. Never heard of it. But it is Sounds an available awesome. location for, you know, retreats. That. Oh, look at that. My oh, Siri on my <laughs> on my wrist. See, Siri doesn't even know where it's at. trying to figure out <laughs> what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking to you. You know, I'd like to just say that once in a while. Shush. I'm not talking to you. But you know what I do? I hit the button and silence her. Shh, like I don't that. have one because I don't want to be bothered. Do you know what I did? I left <laughs> well, my guess. I left my phone in my room. Okay. Because I did not want to be bothered. I was there to do ministry and I really needed a retreat. And so I left it in my room and I go downstairs to the meeting room and I'm sitting there and my phone goes off on my wrist. Turns out my room is right upstairs. So my oh, signal connected. Oh my. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And I put it on do not disturb. Oh, that's funny. But my mom and husband got to hang out all weekend and they had all kinds of fun. How's Joy doing? She's doing great. Yeah, she's doing great. She Did I tell you that I took her? Oh, I haven't told you because we haven't talked in a while. I know. Labor Day. Oh, yes. Weekend. So on Saturday, my son, my, my husband's son decided he was going to come visit us. Okay. And we said, let's go tubing. Now, we were just out on the boat. So in his mind, he's thinking, we're going out on the boat and tubing, you know. 
But we put the boat away, so I figured he would have asked more questions. We were actually planning on going tubing down the Mad River. You know, where you just sit like, in a tube and you float down the river. It's all kinds like of fun. Like white water rafting without... Oh, it's two feet deep, okay. three feet deep, four in, so in how deep do you, spots. How do you move? Is the water... The water, it's a river. It's moving. So you just go float. Float down the river. Okay. So... I didn't know it was like that current, that <laughs> movable. Yes. Okay. Anyway, we took a two-hour two hour floaty time. Anyway. <laughs> floaty time. It was our floaties. Anyway, so... Um, and Joy did that too? And I said, Mom, you want to go? <gasps> and she goes, yeah, I think I do. And I said, I'm just going to stick you in a tube and let you float down the Mad River. She's like, all right. What a hoot. So she got all of her stuff together, put things in little baggies. And we got, we had a different launch location than the kayaks and all them because we were slower. So we moved up the river a little bit. And we got this section that's kind of flat. And I've seen people play in, in that section before because you can access it. It's public. Well, he said, the guy said, um, just sit her in it and then pull her, her out down. to the middle, right? <gasps> So, first of all, we had to get her down the hill. But these guys were great. We worked with the Birch Bark livery out of Urbana. They're fantastic. They're all very customer service oriented. And, and they just did everything for mom. Excuse me. That's our local plug. Go ahead. <laughs> no. And, and the bill will be sent. Anyway, um, so we got her. I got her into it. And then I walked out into the river. And she was tied to me. And I... I jumped on mine, but, you know, that wasn't terribly graceful. But it's only two feet deep, so it wasn't horrible. And um, she was like, ah, it's so cold. You know, it was at her butt. And, and I thought she was going to slide right through oh the my. bottom. I'm, like, visualizing this whole she, thing. She's so little. And I, I said, Mom, if you don't scoot up, you're going to be, like, inside the tube in the river. Yeah. <laughs> so she scooted up. And then she kept saying, grab that branch over there so I can paddle. <laughs> So she got this little stick that I guess she thought was going to make a difference, but it didn't really. But she thinks it did. So it's fine. And then she kept saying, reach up and grab that that branch and hold on to it. Well, OK, my mother's a, a little bit of a trickster. So I remember way, way back when I was a teenager and we used to go cross country skiing or horseback riding. My mother would say, reach up and grab that branch, which, of course, would either break or smack somebody, myself <laughs> specifically. So I didn't even think about that. One time, she actually reached up to grab a branch because I was skiing ahead of her on this trail, and I had fallen, and I yelled back up, Hey, Mom, stop. I fell. She grabbed the branch, thinking that was going to stop her. When I came back to find her, she was on her back, hugging a branch, and completely covered in snow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I said, when she goes, reach up and grab that branch. And I go, oh, no, I am not falling for your tricks again. And she just busted up laughing. Oh, what a But hoot. I did find a really big branch that was waterlogged. So it was great. And I used that to, because we had to push into the middle. Because if you get too close to the edges, it's really shallow. I mean, it's really a shallow right, river. Right, right. So I kept us in the middle. And Tom and, and Jeremiah were up ahead. They were floating together. They were tied together. Well, we finally may, met up with him. And um, Jeremiah didn't want to get his feet wet because he thought we were tubing in the boat and he was going to take his sneakers and socks off. I said, you know, just get them wet. You've washed your shoes before. He goes, I don't want my socks to be wet. 
<laughs> so we put him in this tube and he didn't get his feet wet the whole time. Even getting out, he was able to get out on the dock and not get his feet wet. I'm like, child. So anyway, it was a misunderstanding about what tubing was. He's not a country boy. He's a city boy. He didn't get it. At what point did he realize there was no when we, boat when down we, the river? When we got out of the bus and we walked down the hill to a tube. And That's he was like, hilarious. where am I going to put my shoes? Like, he didn't get it. So so did he have fun, though? Yeah, yeah. We oh, had okay. a great time. Okay. He just did not want to get wet. So Tom and I were the ones that got wet. Everybody else's butt and stomachs got wet. And that was about it. So we uh, we finally caught up to the boys and we tied all four of us together. Well, mom was on the end and I was in the front. I mean, you're you're always changing formations because you're tied together. But we would we started having kayakers meet up with us. So we had to, you know, get in a single line. So I would put the the piece of wood down in the, the bed of the river and stop us. Okay, I was sitting on the edge of the tube, which was really super comfortable. You don't have to lay back the whole time. Anyway, I sat on the edge of the tube and I held us there. Well, mom's on the end. So she went from the side and she whipped around to the front. She thought that was awesome <laughs> because I would whip her around every time. Oh. And she just thought that was the coolest thing that she was whipping around. What wonderful <laughs> memories. So, so we did that and then we got her out and they, they walked her up onto the, the shore and, and she just, she had such a blast. 87. I took videos of her, you know, oh, I had wow. my, my phone was in a baggie, so it was, I take it out and, and video and I've, I'll have to show you the pictures in the video. She showed all of her friends. They could not believe that she went tubing. So then Monday, Labor Day, we decided to take her out in the little boat. Okay. Right. Now this is a little boat that barely fits Tom and I and his fish and tackle stuff. And he said, we don't have room for the fishing stuff. So let's just take mom out on the boat and be done with it. Well, what we didn't realize is that this wonderful little lake that we go to all the time, there's usually just a handful of fishermen out there on Labor Day was absolutely packed. Everybody and their mother. Recreational (laughs) boating. Nobody was fishing. They were all tubing and jet skiing. I mean, it was packed. I, I was shocked at how packed it was. So here we are in this little fishing boat, which is so tiny. And we got mom in. We just held it against the dock so that it wouldn't move. <laughs> got her in. And the only problem was she doesn't have very many um, core muscles. So she couldn't lean back on something. Mm. So we finally fixed it up to where we could lean her back on something. <laughs> and she just, I have to show you the picture. She looked like a, a model. She was laying on the middle seat with her, her back against the side. And she had her knees up. And she was enjoying life. Oh, my gosh. She had so much fun. Do you remember the movie What About Bob? Where they, where they like practically strap him into the sail on a sailboat. <laughs> I'm sailing. That's what I'm envisioning. When you're like, my mom, the core, we had to sit her up. And <laughs> we, like, oh. yeah. Oh, what a so, hoot. Uh, um, so we took her out on the boat for about an hour. And, and it was nice because normally we, we go out there, we go to a fishing spot. We, you know, we're fishing. So we're on a mission. This time we just kind of cruised around and looked at all the different pieces of the lake, which was great. So we got done with that. Got her out of the boat, got her, got her home and, and just had a, just a, a fun adventure with mom. Like I want to write a book, Adventures with Mom and have the pictures in it. Yes. Yeah, so even on top of that, you had a concert that weekend. So it was super busy. Oh yeah. In, be- in between that, I had the concert with Ben Fuller, who is 
a mind-blowingly amazing guy. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't have any conversation with him. I, I talked to the road manager, and when he showed up, I was he, the road manager was driving, and I was at that window of his van. And so I said, hey, to him. And then Ben said, hey, I'm Ben. And I reached over, and I said, I'm Angie, and he shook my hand. Well, then he got out and he came over and bear hugged me like, like this guy is tall. I did not realize how tall he was. I was like, wow, you're really tall. Like he's tall and just bear hugged me. Big old hug. And oh, thank you so much for me being here. And this is fantastic. And praise God. And he was just on fire. He was ready to walk around that place and just lead everybody to the Lord. And he was he was uh, praise God and hallelujah was on his lips. Every other word. And we were just chatting. And he was an open book. He'd tell us anything. He told us all kinds of information. I probably know more about him than I know about you because he just talks. Super nice, nice guy. He was like, there's tractors over here. Praise God. I'm going to go look at tractors. I mean, he was so funny. And I told Mark, I go, you're going to love Ben. Oh my gosh. And he, we just, we just sit there and laugh at him because he was just super energetic and ecstatic and full of joy. And then he got up and did this concert. Okay, he got out of the truck after he changed clothes. He's from Vermont. And he, he, I told him, I said, you look like you just jumped off the lumberjack, lumberjack train. Because he had suspenders and a, a flannel shirt on and, and pants with boots. I mean, he looked like a lumberjack. Long beard and the whole bit. And he just chuckled because he's from Vermont. So fitting. Right. Anyway, <laughs> like, yep, yeah, that's him. Um, when he did his concert, he's a storyteller. And so I'm hearing all these songs, but then he talked about why he wrote each of these songs and gave us the background. And then the song just came to life. Right. And it was amazing. It was his testimony. The whole concert was his testimony. He talked about father issues with his dad and he talked about addiction issues. I mean, he told everything about his life and why he wrote these songs. It was one of the best concerts I'd ever been to because I actually got a chance to watch the concert. Right. And we had lots of people out there, which I'm so thankful for. Um, But Mark looked at me and went, oh, we're definitely getting him back because he was just so genuine. And I said something about, hey, I'm about ready to take you out. We'll go pray for people. He's like, let's do it. Praise God. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Um, Yeah. So we're thinking about other places to bring him to. So he was... I even bought a, a, a hoodie because, you know, I have an addiction to hoodies, right? You know this, right? Yes. About me. Yeah, I bought a hoodie that's Ben Fuller hoodie. And I got a, I, you know, he's got that song, Who I Am. I'm a child of the most high God and the yes. most high God's for me. Anyway, of course, we all sang that. But I got the sticker that says, I'm a child of the most high God. Which is fitting for the retreat that you just were a part of talking about identity. Well, absolutely. I mean, he I he did that. that that's his, his life story is he had lost his identity and it all started with his father issues. And you know, it's all the stuff that we talked about this weekend. But it is honestly everybody's story. Like we were talking about this weekend. My kids think, oh, I've been, you know, I've had this problem and I've had this heartache and I've had this blah, blah, blah in life. And I'm thinking to myself, that's life because we don't have perfect parents. And we always think our parents are perfect because they're older than us. Right. But they're not. I made mistakes because I was so wounded when I was raising my kids, you know? Right. And it's hard to help them understand everybody has a story. 
It's how you respond to that story. It's how you grow from that story. And so you can't just look at it like, oh, I had such a dysfunctional family. Yup. Right from Adam and Eve. Right. It's been dysfunctional. So join the club. The only ones that aren't dysfunctional are the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right, right. (laughs) Well, I often, Brian and I both, we often tell the kids, you know, we're, we're doing the best that we can with the information that we have and where we're at in life. So yes, Isabel, you're 18. We're sending you off to college. And she lovingly has come to us and said, can I give you some parenting advice? And of course, in my head, I'm chuckling like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But I said, yes, please. She said, "I, I wish you would have taught me better this. And she shared what it was. It had to do with finances and money. And I said, Isabel, thank you for sharing that. We're going to learn from that and we're going to help your younger siblings for sure. Yeah. But we're doing the best that we can with where we are. We know more now than we did when, you know, Evelyn, who's 12, when you were 12. I mean, we've grown, we've learned, God has gotten a hold of us. And again, that analogy of peeling back the layers of the onion, you know, I just continue to continue to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. There, there is yeah. no perfect, perfect scenario. No, no. And, and yeah, that's and there's healing. There's healing that has to happen in all of us. If we're willing, if we're willing to walk through it. Right. And that was that was something that was a big theme this weekend was like the gal who who was leading. She's fantastic. She's done this a lot. It's actually this te- particular teaching. And she said, forget about being a mom. Forget about being a wife. Today, you're a daughter. You're a daughter of the king. And I want you to take it from the position of being a daughter. You know what that does in the mindset? I I don't know if you can visualize that right off, but what that does is meaning I'm protected Mm. by a father because my heavenly father is now saying, come here, I'm going to hold on to you and protect you. And I'm going to teach you as a daughter. And there was one gal that was really struggling and she was just talking about all the things that are going on in her life. And I said, you are just getting crashed with waves on every side. And she said, yes. Mm. And I said, God wants to pull you to the edge and protect you. And I want you to look at all that stuff like a story, but you got to pull away. You got to back up a little bit and stop being affected by everything that's hitting you and start looking at it a little bit more like a story because then he can minister to you in those moments. So God always makes a way. Yeah. He always makes a way. So I was a part of a Logan County Youth Night of Worship last night. And as Oh, I heard about that. Yes, so tell me yes, I'll was, tell you about it in a minute. Or yeah. Tell me about it in a minute. Well, no, it just was amazing. But as as the teens, I think there were four or five youth group worship teams yeah. that came up. And as a few of them were worshiping and we were worshiping, I just felt I, I just always have this vision of this like tornado and there's always this chaos always these waves always this chaos that's Mm -hmm. going on but if you stay in the eye of the storm it's safe you can look up and you see everything going on around you but you have to choose where you want to be yeah and so if you're in the center then there's peace but the crazy is still happening the waves are still coming but god always makes a way which is why it's so important to have time alone with God, mm. because that's where you are a daughter right. or a son, whoever's listening. Right. You are there in that quiet time with you and your creator. 
And that's where the charging was. I mean, <laughs> I used the analogy that when I was a kid, I had a, a rabbit diesel car. Okay. And I had a glow plug and I had to plug in my car every night. Interesting. And I had to have this glow plug and I had to wait for this glow plug to come on so that I could start the car. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies goes, well, they don't do that anymore. And I'm like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, in my truck, I have to turn the key and I have to wait until the light comes on. And then I go, I get pl- it's a glow plug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the technology because I'm not a mechanic, but it was funny. But it's the same idea. If you don't take time to charge with God, then the chaos can really affect you. It's about affecting you. Mm-hmm. But when you come into the shadow of his wings and you are protected by him, that chaos doesn't hit you as like it used to. I told him I took months when I had this tragic thing happen to me and I took months where I kind of withdrew from my family just because I needed to sit with the father Mm -hmm. and then I could re-engage with my family. But I had to like be away from it for just a little bit. Right. But then it was okay, you know, and then it was better because I was healed in those three months. Right. Um, But you got to be able to. Yeah, you get, you just got to be able to be the daughter and sit in God's lap and let him do the work he's going to do. And the beautiful part is, again, going back to the very first thing that we shared is I'm drinking coffee and you're drinking your hot lemon water. Whatever. <laughs> we get to choose. Yeah. It, it's nothing that's forced upon us. There's good, better and best. Well, the enemy wants us to focus on the storm. Right. Because he's a master of chaos. Right. He wants us to look at all the stuff. And I can sometimes get caught up in that. Sure. And, I, you know, you got to stop looking at all the stuff that's happening around you and just look to the Father because that's where peace is. Yep. So it was a really fantastic weekend. This was kind of the theme. And, and I think it's more, it needs to be taught more. I would love to teach it more personally because I learn from, my, from it all the time. So you talk about when people need to learn it more, you want to teach it more. I think the more that we experience it, the more people are going to see a difference and then want to, why, why are you okay? This is going on in your life. Why are you okay? This is going on in the world. So it's, yes, teach it, but I think it's about living it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. I know you know that, but I just, I'm. You know, continuing to process all that, too. So I had a crazy thought while we were in this serious moment of God and how good he is, um, that your daughter ought to be a vet just because when your husband stops practicing medicine, then she can be practicing medicine. And if you have an owie, she can, you know, stitch it up. You're so weird. My husband is not a vet. He takes care of people, not animals. But people who take care of animals can also take care of people. Not legitimately, but, you know, they do. It's a country thing. Okay, you you got her. <laughs> you got her number. <laughs> I have a friend. I have a friend who I said she she cut her lip because her dog hit her in the lip and she got a she had to have stitches. She's like, I just called my cousin. He's a vet. And I went, you went to a vet? And she goes, well, it's the same stuff. We just just needed to have a couple stitches. Oh, well, I I think some days Brian might prefer to work with animals than with no people. No kidding, because they don't talk back <laughs> or something. I don't know. Mm, yes you know he does ministry every day in a different way and ministering to people is hard it's hard it's hard to step into other people's mud puddles because Mm -hmm. you know you're in the mud puddle with them right but you know that's ministry that's discipleship that's that's the way it is we're all called to do it anyway is there anything else you'd like to discuss because i think it's time for us to say goodbye to our 
wonderful friends. We caught up a lot. Actually, the the timing's good because I could do a refill. So, <laughs> well, my my I'm actually drinking lemon tea on top of lemon water, so I could use mine to be warmed up because lukewarm lemon, mm, not so good. I agree. Anyway, no, this is always good. Hooray for us. Say goodbye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. The Rise of Hemp Podcast Network.